so this will be the last class and uh, for this year and we will end with a 9 minute video of uh, a recording from space on the sound of the sun and the sound of the cosmos last week we read about the transfer of power it's a very interesting term which the mother uses at several places it's a critical moment of transition from the old world to the new world or as she says repeatedly from the old working to the new working and during this period many things can come up because all periods of transition are always periods of confusion they are a period when two very opposite extremes come and merge together to take an example when a child is being born it's a period of transition it's a very short period but during this period danger and delight pain and joy merge together and are experienced simultaneously uh, with all those who are around it's a very interesting period and uh, depending on the angle of vision you may say ah it's a joyful event or you may say ah it's a painful event depending on the angle of vision and the experiencing consciousness also it's a moment when the child who is completely nourished and nurtured by the mother has to learn to breathe himself live itself it's a if you really look at it on a microscopic scale it's a period of extreme danger and adventure for the child of course we don't know it we just go through it similarly when from childhood we transit towards adulthood through a period called as adolescence it's a moment of transition and we know it's a moment of turbulence when all that the parents have taught all that we have read in the books all that the teachers have given us must be broken and cast aside and the child must rediscover himself in the process he will pick up certain things from the past bring in certain things which are new and become an adult so it's a period of transition again it has its own danger and its own joy depending on the angle of vision for the parents it's always a period of danger but from the child it's a period of joy but to a vaster consciousness the two are actually mingled together and it's a real adventure what what will come out of it nobody knows mostly it will be a successful venture but there is a period which is there similarly the transition from one body to another what we call as death it's again a moment of transition with its own danger and its own joys depending on how we look at it so during the transfer of power which is happening nowadays and the mother said that in those who have an aspiration and trust the yoga is done in them and they are the ones who mostly go through this process where symptoms will arise which will look like diseases and if you go to a doctor he will label a disease and crystallize it but actually they are not diseases but a body going through a transition phase and some of the symptoms are documented shirbinder written letters replies to sadaks about it for example commonly we will find giddiness sadaks are referring to shirbinder saying that you know i had a severe giddiness and shirbinder will speak about it purely from a yogic point of view also again headache very common about resistances in the nature which are coming up as headaches and as giddiness fevers the mother speaks about it at length even collective um, problems like now we have this wave of diarrhea going on uh, if i have to put it psychologically i would say we are being purged <laughs> literally 
it's a purging process so hopefully we'll be more purer and lighter after the whole process panch karma given by nature <laughs> panch karma in ayurveda is of course an extreme form of purge but that apart the mother whenever this kind of collective they were earlier also when suddenly lot of people in the ashram would fall ill and she would say i could see an adverse formation come in and it had affected and people are getting affected it's an adverse formation we don't look at it like that we still go back to the old way of looking at this bacteria that virus that and well it works because we, our trust is fully in that Uh, so mother would say if i tell all this nobody believes me so when they ask me i tell them go to the doctor and you must take the medicine that he is going to give you <laughs> that also she would add <laughs> and she would laugh about it <laughs> because she could see the truth behind it but also human nature is not ready for that kind of truth similarly nerve pains very common symptom when this transition is going on particularly neuralgic pains again we see these things very common low back pain these are very very clear signs of a moment of transition and these are periods when great confusion happens extremes come together because something new is being created this we read last time and many things are changing in the process individually and collectively but among these things one such thing which i thought on uh, the day of durga the the change in what religion means so again when mother said the age of religions is over many people thought that oh we should not worship we should not show agarbatti we should not offer flowers because this is a religion actually the mother herself specified categorically what she means by the age of religions is over very very clearly she says and it's there in the agenda i have not got today that writing but it's there on the website for those who want to go on to the exact source actually it is from collected works of the mother volume 9 so it's also there she says what we mean by saying that the age of religions is over is very simply this that till now the mankind was governed by the overmind gods and it was a worship to the gods and the gods will eventually take us to the one who is beyond the gods or behind them so this was their play that they will slowly take us but now all that is no more required and our religion relation with the god changes from being worshipper and worshiped to that of being brothers sisters and collaborators because they become now they they would want to take a human body because even for them it's like upgrading their software you know that's how i look at the you know because uh, very often people say oh if mother has said age of religions is over then why we have durga puja and on saraswati day and kali puja chair in the ashram well it's a privilege given to the gods they also want to come in contact with a body through which they can evolve now who can bear when these gods wanted to take participate in this um, great venture initially we read in shubhendra and the mother's uh, writings and even shubhendra's conversations in uh, purani ji's talks he spoke about four godheads who were pillars of immortality and aspiration was being born for example in champaklal the godhead of aspiration faith in tirupati but tirupati had a breakdown he couldn't bear it he got into a state of aggrandization that i am someone great and he had to be sent away because it's very difficult to bear these godheads varuna in nalinida amrita brahma mitra we we read about these gods being incarnated and krishna himself where else could he incarnate but sure in the zone body and all the great goddesses where they could find 
their relief, their solace, because now they have to participate in a new way. They cannot continue with the old way of keeping men as their cattle. So they also entered the mother's body during those days. They would feel the touch of the mystery of the divine incarnation and understand by that touch the new relation with the supramental world. So it was a beautiful opportunity given to the gods to grow and for us a beautiful way of reorienting our relation with the gods that now it's very clear that mother is the grand temple and all the gods reside and dwell in her. And most importantly, the gods had to change their function over mind. Godheads have a certain function. The divine in his over mind plane, these gods are his aspects and they have a certain function. But in the supramental splendor, they regain their original truth. So they had to also upgrade themselves, you know, their own software because now there is uh, a new play which is going to start. So this is how the mother gives a new understanding and new dimension to these godheads. So when she spoke about the age of religion is over, it's not that worship is over, surrender is over, prayer is over, uh, offering flowers is over, agarbatti is over. This is a complete misunderstanding. Nowhere the mother and Shivindu speak about that. But the relation with the gods of the overmind is changed completely. And what that new relation is, we get hints from the mother's writings. But first, you know, when we speak about the victory day, now victory is no more about only Ravana and Mahisasur. <laughs> there are many other victories that are won by the divine in us. So on January 31st, 1966, the mother says, to discover the obstacles, the failings, the resistances in one's own being, in one's own consciousness, isn't a defeat, it's a great victory. So, how these demons act is, they will first point a finger and then they will say, see, you are no good. So, mother says, no, it's a victory because we have discovered something which now we can change. It's a great victory and one shouldn't limit, one should rejoice, of course. Discovering defects in oneself, not in others. <laughs> we rejoice <laughs> when we discover in others. We rejoice doubly when we point out in others. That's not what she is referring. <laughs> but when we discover in ourselves, it's a great victory. All discoveries are always graces, wonderful graces. When you discover that you can't do anything, these are all phases that one goes through in this yoga. When you discover that you can't do anything, when you discover that you are a fool, <laughs> how beautiful the mother's subtle sense of humor comes again and again. When you discover that you have no capacity, when you discover that you are so petty and mean and stupid, well, oh Lord, I thank you so much. How good. You are to show me all this and then it's over. How beautiful this is. We are afraid of being foolish, of being helpless. But well, the fact is we are foolish. The fact is we are helpless. We don't understand it. Because we live in the arrogance of the intellect. We can control this whole universe, but can't control a single thought. Can't control the next moment. <laughs> this is what Buddha said when he came across this great emperor. And he said, oh, you are a conqueror? Yes. Can you conquer your thought? <laughs> I had never thought it like that. So this is a great uh, conquest opens when we discover that how helpless we are. And then it's over. Because the minute you discover it, 
you say now this is up to you you will do what has to be done for all this to change we don't have to do anything we have to offer it back to her that lord you have made me discover it now please take the next logical step take it to its logical conclusion of dissolving it changing it and the best part of it is that it does change it does change when you do like this gesture of offering to the heights sincerely oh take it take it take it rid me of it let me be only you it's wonderful so this is one type of victory that we all can win we don't have to take a trishul and kill some big demon <laughs> perhaps this is a more difficult demon to identify then see how the role of the gods have changed september 29 1971 and this is the last day of durga festivals vijayadashmi marking the victory of the universal mother over an asura so every year mother would say durga would come and she would do something and tell me this is my contribution to the yoga at one time she says i was feeling on the vijayadashmi day an atmosphere of pessimism all around and i was wondering why it has come like this then i asked durga is this what you want to conquer today and she smiled and she says puffed it's gone she so you see this action is so interesting it's not about external demon which we celebrate and then go back to our own demons it's about something inner and one place mother says pessimism is the tail of the devil so that's how the devil comes so mother says it was clear very clear today a sort of pressure to say to say what is victory victory is harmony victory is not about this side and that side victory is harmony victory is the divine and for the body victory is good health very simply just to be in good health is a victory any any discomfort any disease is a falsehood it came this morning it was very clear it was convincing it is as if through the pressure now see durga's action now it's a very different kind of action we don't read it in in the uh, chandi part all the falsehood has been brought out the most unexpected things in people things circumstances it's really no imagination can equal it it's incredible now normally in durga if you read the durga's work she drives the demons away into their lair she actually doesn't kill the demons of course mahisasura is destroyed this true but she drives them into the subconscious realm says that's your place don't come out of that place but now the durga has changed her work because now she has to do a work which will help the supramental work so on this day mother is saying what she has done she is now chasing the demons out from the dark tunnel of subconscious it's a new new action so the disciple says it's a good sign isn't it we would say how horrible mother says oh yes oh yes only the appearances are very she nods her head it's as if there were a poison you know and by putting pressure the poison comes out to be got rid of and how it's coming out so it's coming out she is bringing out that the disciple says yes it means that all these forces that have remained hidden underneath for thousands of years 
have lost their hiding place and the mother yes that's it that's it but a power a power oh so what do we do when these demons confront us within or without so the disciple asks a question but i don't know what to do nothing seems able to subdue it i don't know what to do so what we should do mother gives a very interesting answer well the only way is if you can avoid listening it's better <laughs> don't pay any attention to all these suggestions of these forces which come to uh, derail which come to distract which come to destroy which come to diminish which give these suggestions of doubt despair you are no good nothing is good everything is bad don't listen she says that's the best thing and of course it it includes their human representative the moment somebody comes and says oh this is please there are other places other people to talk about it <laughs> don't i have better things to hear like the mother's words the but if you do listen the only reply is i don't care what you say i don't care now youngsters are speaking this language i don't care <laughs> so we have to speak it in our own way <laughs> i don't care when people tell these adolescents you are no good you are useless what do they say i don't care because actually we are playing the role of the devil <laughs> you are no good you are useless so what we are doing we are discouraging them from growth so they say i don't care they have learned this trick of the trade so what we should do is mother always encourages so we should say i don't care constantly then they will say you'll become stupid i don't care <laughs> you'll spoil all your work i don't care to all these perverse arguments the same reply i don't care what do i care for the divine my relation with the divine how does anything else matter if you can experience that it's the divine that does everything then with an unshakable faith you say all your arguments are worthless the joy of being with the divine conscious of the divine surpasses everything it surpasses the creation surpasses life surpasses happiness and success it surpasses everything that that's all that's all should we want the joy of being with the divine in the service of the divine conscious of the divine then all is well and it's over this is what we need to tell tell these guys it's as if that drove all the worst things in nature out into bright daylight daylight out into the open into contact with that force so as to have done with them so this is the remedy that she gives one of the remedies and then she gives a very nice picture that of a child sitting over the mind telling the mind keep quiet keep quiet keep quiet don't stir and she reminds us we cling to our old ideas our old to this old world bound for extinction 
we are afraid it's bound to go 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 but we hold on to it save shivabindu long back wrote that in kali varja in kaliyug not only the bad of the previous era the good is also destroyed because something that is going to come is entirely new unexpected unprecedented while the divine child sitting on the mind's head plays i wish i could draw that picture it's so wonderful we are so silly we even say the divine is wrong he shouldn't handle things that way it's comical mapati the best remedy for me is what you will what you will in all sincerity in all sincerity and then then understanding comes it's really these moments of transition can be so when somebody really feels actually it's a period when one is thrown into a total state of helplessness this is a very nice story now i remember uh, thanks to this book by baba amte's son he is lived in the jungles and he has written a book on jungle life but it's a very interesting book from a different perspective actually uh, many of these um, animals who were you know orphaned or suddenly found he kept them with him he and few others and studied their behavior etc etc it's a very fascinating book i am still going through it so i was reading a story which is very interesting that once he found a cobra in the kitchen not kitchen bathroom so he said ah we'll keep this cobra so they made a you know cage out of um, um out of all the natural plants and put the cobra in the cage then after a while they realized that this cobra would be hungry so what do you do they caught a mice and put it inside it because mice is the food of the cobra then next day they saw they saw that the cobra and the mice were together in the cage <laughs> so they were wondering what's happening third day again as if they are quite comfortable with each other with each other then fourth day they they realize my god now you know what to do this cobra is not eating the mice something is amiss now the mice also would be getting hungry so they don't know what to do next day when they got up whole night they would all often hear the rustling of the cobra and the mice going around suddenly there was a quiet and they went they they looked through the cage they found the cobra was dead and the mice was eating it real story true story and then they discovered something very interesting and that reminded me to this you know moments of transition actually they had for not seen that the cobra was molting it was shedding the skin so when they shed the skin they are very lethargic and their eyes are covered so they can't really see they can't strike and a moment came when the cobra was totally helpless so helpless that a mice which is the natural food of the cobra could kill the cobra and eat it and it reminded me that really when we go through this moment of transition the change over of authority when the old consciousness is no more active all our practical reason our intelligence dashed to the ground and the new consciousness is not yet fully emerged our eyes this process of molting of course after that there is a new skin but during that transition how risky it can be unless we really surrender to the mother and say mother you watch over us because nobody else can we cannot do it with our own mind or any other power so what do we do during this phase mother says 
when you become simple you know like a child all goes well very simple mother's solutions are very very simple people say shobindu is so complicated and i often wonder why do they say shobindu is complicated never seen a yoga more simple how simple it is when you become simple you know like a child all goes well but you mustn't be afraid neither afraid of falling ill nor of becoming imbecile nor even of dying alexandra david neil when she came and met shobindu she says i don't know i feel my mind uh, is becoming very quiet maybe i am becoming stupid so shobindu says yes there is a period when doesn't one doesn't know whether one is becoming stupidly wise or wisely stupid so there is a period when the mind is so quiet and that kind of a analytical rational activity begins to recede into the background so she says should be afraid of nothing neither of becoming imbecile that means an idiot nor even of dying you must be like this vast and quiet if we could only have a feeling of smiling trust but to get that the consciousness must be as vast as the creation itself it's amazing to get something so simple you have to vast become so vast ultimately it always boils down to this which can be put in a very childlike manner he knows better than we what has to be done that's my own method i find it the easiest so people say what method shurbindo has given this is the method easiest method we want some pranayam some technique of meditation what center to concentrate what mantra here is a method she is giving and she is using the word it's my own method and i find it the easiest for me is the easiest if we could smile it would be so much easier and finally just two lines before the video the whole entire universe moves forward with fantastic speed and in perfect immobility a vast immense movement in which one can participate only if one is perfectly peaceful and calm and translucent so i thought we'll watch this video of the space and the sound there is a small 1 minute background to it we see this vast movement it's interesting just to have an idea how fast the earth rotates around its own axis it rotates at a speed of 1000 miles an hour we feel it doesn't move around the sun mind boggling 70000 miles an hour this is the speed with which the earth is moving no spacecraft designed by man can even imagine approaching this and yet it is so peaceful so quiet as if it's not moving now this video is of course images of space there are certain frequent there is actually there is a bit of misnomer there are no sounds as such in the sun or space because sound needs a medium as we hear it but this is a sound without a medium in the sense these are frequencies sun bursts when when there is a mass discharge from the corona of the sun central point these discharges can be seen as a frequency emissions and they can be converted into sound 
Now, when they've been converted into sound, audible sound, it's interesting that they make a sound of hum, almost like om. So it's very interesting, about nine minutes of recording of that, sounds of space and sun, we will close with that and mother willing, meet next year. <laughs>